Wake up, America, before it's too late. The Steve Day Show. And greetings. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here live and on demand. But if we're being really honest, not that much in demand around here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. But I already said that. So I just said it again. I am Steve Dace. He is Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. Comedian Tim Young, that's who he is. He'll be joining us here momentarily for the Dace Group. Indeed, looking forward to that. Feedback Friday coming your way as well. Uh, before we get to all of those zany hijinks, however, men, a very important announcement. I gave you a little tip on the Doe Prime the other day. Did you take me up on it? So Ronnie, R-O-N-I, so it's a chick, all right? Ronnie in Phoenix says... Thanks for mentioning ladies like to receive flowers at work. I mean, if your coworkers are not, are not green with envy that your man is the most awesomest, did you even get flowers at all? Yes, we can be very reasonable and awesome beings, but we are still girls. So, gentlemen, now is the time. Do not wait, all right? Let her brag about you at work. Then she will probably do more than brag about you when she gets home that night. All right. So books is where you want to go for bouquets. B-O-U-Q-S books.com. Use the promo code Steve. Farm fresh flowers, not factory fresh. Farm fresh. So they stay fresher longer. So many phenomenal arrangements as well. 25% off your entire order. Get it done now, gentlemen. So you're not sitting there realizing, ah, snap, because she'll break you off. All right, so get it done now. Books.com, promo code Steve, B as in boy. Do we still remember what those are? O-U-Q-S, books.com. Use the promo code Steve for 25% off. See the website for details. Feedback Friday is coming up in the next hour of the show. We'll turn it over to you to respond to your responses to us. But let us begin, first and foremost, with the day group. Your weekly look at the week that was begins, as it pretty much always does, with issue one, bleep, Lord Nefarious says. So when you apologized uh, for the, all about the Benjamins <clears throat> comment, you said anti-Semitism is real, and I'm grateful for Jewish allies and colleagues who are educating me on the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes. I wasn't aware um, of, of the fact that there are tropes about Jews and money. Those in favor say aye. aye. Those in favor say no. No. It's the opinion of the chair that the ayes have it. The gentleman's so time sorry, has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. The, the gentleman is no longer. Fortunately, the cost to be ready for the next pandemic is uh, rounding error uh, compared to what it takes to retool the modern economy uh, to uh, solve climate change. So, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I will say for the, you know, over 100th time, yeah, I shouldn't have had. Uh, dinners with him. Alkaa luistella naismoodissa, vaikka syntyperäisin oinkin mies. 
Ja tuota, sieltä on niin kuin 9 vuotta aikaa, eli siihen 9 vuoteen sisältyy aika paljon. Eli kun lähdetään ihan nollasta, niin ihan jo sitä, että pysyy pystyssä kahdella jalalla, pysyy pystyssä yhdellä jalalla ja sen jälkeen rupeaa niin uskaltamaan tehdä jotakin siellä jäällä. Niin ja sitten alkaa pikkuhiljaa kisaamaan ja esiintymään näytöksissä ja niin edelleen. Että sanotaan, että aika kivaa uraa. My question is, are all trans women women? You haven't answered that question. That's not the point that we're dealing with That's here. That's the question I'm asking. Like, trans women are, are women, but in the prison context, there is no automatic right for a trans woman. So there are contexts where a trans woman is not a woman? No, there is, <laughs> there is circumstances in which a trans woman uh, will be housed in the male prison estate. Is there any the context in which a woman born as a woman will be housed in the male estate? Look, we're talking here about trans women. And I'm now asking about women born as women. Uh, I don't think there are circumstances there, uh, but... So it's different for trans women? Well, yes, and I, I'm not... So they're not equal? That is not... The, there is a risk assessment process done for trans women that takes account of the nature of the crime. It clearly, it, significant concern arises out of sexual crime and whether it's appropriate for them to be in a female prison or a male prison. Well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart. Three days later, I was readmitted when I felt a flutter in my heart, like a butterfly. It was inside my chest. They determined I had developed myocarditis, inflammation of the actual heart now. Just the cold that was doing all of this, that had caused all of this inflammation in and around my heart. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Truest thing Gavin Newsom's ever said right there. Um, let's get to the first question. And as the guest, Tim, you get the first crack at it. What was the most vomitous thing that you just witnessed, brother? Uh, also, the most hilarious. It has to be the uh, the the skater. I thought the skater was the the funniest thing there because if you can pretend to be a woman, you can also pretend to be an ice skater now. <laughs> so really, ultimately, uh, it, it's the worst, but it was it was kind of the best too. How about the quiet? You guys pick up on that? Like in any other era, something that ridiculous face planning in full view of everyone, we would have had to stifle the tendency to go too far in, in, in mocking it. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? To go, to make it too condemning, too personal, right? I mean, that's what Tim does for a living, right? We would have had to say, okay, all right, all right yeah, it's funny, ridiculous, but let's not, you know, have this person, you know, questioning what their will to live all right by so crushing what, what you know modicum and shred and shard of self-esteem they still have left right in any other era in the west that would have been the reaction to something like that okay in this reaction he's out there can't even skate falls on his ass and you hear like nothing like everybody that's north that's some north korea chit right there Okay, that's that's Kim Jong Un out there with a bull haircut. Okay, and he's out there vibing, you know, like you know, he's some kind of Mac Daddy or something. And everybody knows this guy. If he didn't have nuclear weapons and an armed guard, we'd all be kicking his ass. He's the biggest puss and nerd here, and we all know it. Okay, but no one's saying a word. Okay, because he does have those things, and he's shown that he will use them. Right? Okay, Mm -hmm. and that that is what that looked like. That that's what it sound even more so. That's what it sounds like. No Steve, one dared to mock it. Say that again, Tim. You're saying that wasn't elegant and beautiful. Jeez. Yes, I am. I'm the same as many things. 
It was not though among those two. Yes. And and and, and notice how just completely silent it is. All right, as opposed to rip roaring laughter. That is when you are now, that's when you know you are captured and fettered. Your society is over. And we're all just whistling past the graveyard graveyard here. Todd. Oh, there's another sign of that. You recall before COVID, my commentary on all things trans was that we're in the end game now because if you will believe this is worth fighting for, a hill worth dying on, if you won't just openly mock it, defeat it, not let it near your children, if you won't let it do those things, you will believe in and fall for anything. And in that vein, the last two uh, parts of... uh, the montage there, with the exception of uh, the governor of California, the Scottish uh, leader uh, babbling on about trans, mm-hmm. and the MSNBC journalist bab- babbling on about myocarditis, s- set the particulars aside of the, they're, they're the exact same person doing the exact same thing. They Chaos rules their mind, their heart their soul the truth is so patently obvious total romans one here that you it can it is punching you in the face or in her it's either punching you in the heart or it's ripping uh your uh gender off right in front of you and you still will not bend the knee to the truth it's it's truly amazing they're the exact same person Overcome by the exact same demonic nature. Aaron. Worst of the week is what's... And love that obnoxious most, sweater. Oh, you like Props this? to that. Yep, I love it. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, Worst of the week is what um, basically every right-winger on Twitter yesterday had their nice uh, little masturbatory owning the libs fest with uh, yesterday. It was the uh, hissy fit uh, that the Democrats threw because Elon Omar was getting kicked off of some committee. I don't even know what committee she was kicked off of. Mm-hmm. That reaction, by the way, whoever was uh, running the, the show there said, all in favor, say aye. And then she said, all in favor, say no. <laughs> and everybody said no again. Isn't that, wasn't that, that Stefanik? Was, wasn't she the was one presiding Stefanik? over that? I'm, I'm not sure yeah. if that was Stefanik. Yeah, was I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was a Trump's gal there. Stefan- you would have thought that Elon Omar had just been sentenced to a stoning. Yes. This is a deadly, serious reminder. You mess with their power, anywhere from president down to a stupid committee, down to school board member they will they will kick and scream and bite and claw in order to hang on to that power and most of us just like to laugh at it and go back to whatever it is we do whatever it is we do not fighting that though yeah i mean it's just all that she was on go ahead tim she was on foreign affairs, which you'd think for marrying her brother in an immigration. Scheme, I was just going be- to say, it, it's a very simple statement. All Kevin McCarthy needs to say is, in general, people who have married their brother shouldn't be in the Congress, and people who have denounced the country should not be uh, uh, have on committees that have access to classified intel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on. So, thank you. That's what we're doing here. That's it. But you can't do that unless you have the worldview for it. That's what the Scottish leader shows. She's trying to come up with any rationale to to explain why she doesn't want men in prisons with the ability to rape other women while they pretend to be women themselves. But she can't do it without just completely destroying the premise, which she's already bought into. 
right? You know what I'm trying to say? She's already bought into, you know, it's the person who believes in self-harming. And so they've cut themselves, but they, they, they are also putting band-aids on the areas where they cut, uh, put down the razor, bro. You're the problem. It, it, the reason you need band-aids is you keep cutting yourself. Okay. You're, you're the premise here. All right. Here's the premise. We don't put men with women in prisons because women get hurt. Next question. Next, no more. Goes back and how long does that clip go on, Aaron? It was like a minute and a half almost. Just complete nonsense. Just complete psychobabble. Yeah, we don't want the women prisoners to get raped by guys. So that's why we do that. Next. She, well, I mean, she probably shouldn't even be in the country. She married her brother. So anyway, any other thoughts? We're done here. Thank you. What, what is the point of entertaining this on any bleeping level at all? Why? Why? And how many, how many TBN, how many TD Jake's videos do you think AOC watched yesterday before she busted out the, <laughs> okay. I mean, get, just a God. Hate them all. Have a great weekend. Exit question. On a scale of one to ten, with one being how likely Joe Biden will ever acknowledge his granddaughter, his son Hunter, fathered with a stripper. And ten being how unlikely Lindsey Graham will ever father a child. Because that would mean he'd have to have sex with a woman. Rate this week's level of total depravity, Todd. Ten. Tim. Four. <laughs> it wasn't bad i thought at this point i'm just used to it that's great i should have gone to tim last aaron go ahead uh, i'm out of 10 you're out of 10 didn't, tim didn't persuade you at all no i mean we had uh the leader of a a, a western government as you were just discussing not even being able to say why it's bad for men to not be housed in prisons with with women i mean that's that's pretty bad that is pretty bad but tim is also correct it's also just a day that ends in why so let us then get to issue two corn pops has gots to go First this week, it was revealed the FBI had actually raided the pro-Biden think tank at the University of Pennsylvania, seeking the return of classified documents. Except this all happened all the way back in November. Of course, the White House never said anything about the matter. Then on Wednesday morning, CBS reported that the FBI was actually actively searching Biden's beach house in Rehoboth, Delaware. Again, looking for mishandled classified docs. So by my count, there are three separate locations the Bidens have been storing sensitive documents. The University of Pennsylvania, his garage, and apparently his beach house. Here's White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. I'm wondering how the White House can claim that they are being transparent when the FBI search of the Penn Center, Penn Biden Center, that happened months ago, was not proactively disclosed to the public. And what should the public take away from the fact that you are keeping information like this from the public? Look, I'm going to be uh, very prudent from here. I'm going to be very consistent from here. Uh, I'm just not going to comment. So first question, Todd, goes to you. Are we watching the deep state prep dementia Biden, dementia Joe, to be put out to pasture here? What say you? 
that's one option that's being prepared for but there's another option that in my mind is every bit as likely and that uh the fbi slash uh deep state is uh pressuring using this as pressure to manipulate him to do the next mm-hmm. dark thing that they want him to do to all of us and i'm not kidding really because what here's the thing though what has he demonstrated so far in his presidency to show you he would not just be willing to do it anyway well i know but that still begs the question i'm asking why that's why a lot we of people, all just think it's because it's just that's why a lot of people think it's because they're prepping to for him to you know head off to the to the great big uh delaware retreat in the sky basically okay it's time to move on okay because what else what has made when when is this when has he shown like any restraint at all other than every now and then needing to be restrained from falling down and not being able to get back up no no but is that natural or has he been manipulated all along yes but why if that is the case though why do they want to remove him no well i'm not saying if you suddenly gain a conscience and you won't do it then we remove you. This because is- you get to the point of unelectability. You get to the point where it's I, just such an obvious, it's just such an obvious um, that's a, incompetence that you've got other people in line and it's time to move on. How much of what you thought about unelectability five years ago still applies? Oh, on that I agree with you. Yeah. On that I agree with you. He's but already been necromanced once. I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, and... Um, but they do have other people that they would like to put in there, don't you think? Yeah, or, do you, but they, or do you think we're going to sit here in 2050? I mean, the country won't last that long anyway, but assuming that it did, you think we'll just be sitting here let, with Joe Biden propped up beside the jukebox when he dies? I mean... Less than I used to. They don't like... All that... We grew up, Steve, and the liberals used to lecture us about how we were uh, squares controlled by the imaginary spaghetti monster and they were the free thinkers right they right. hate free thinkers do you, you don't think they like puppet mastering joe biden more than they want the, you know rogue okay. kamala out there i don't and maybe they can control her too all i'm saying is they don't want free thinkers and they've benefited in a huge way by him doing whatever the hell they tell him to that's do. true but but in fairness kamala has shown to be rather submissive in her past okay fair tim what are your thoughts uh, you know, I, I, they might get rid of them with this. I, it's clear that they're going to move on with somebody else in 2024, but I think they're going to keep him around as long as possible. As long as Jill's there holding him up, they're going to use him for everything he can, they can get out of him. And you don't think they could get those things out of Kamala? No, because she's, uh, she's the R word that you're not allowed to say anymore. That means very stupid and slow. She'd screw things up. She actually looks like the real life embodiment of Veep. Like if they re if they rebooted Veep, it would be her because she's uh, a different race. Aaron, what do you think? I am still so I, I can't remember who posited this, but I I actually think the answer is it's it's always worse than you think that it is. So I I would I'm more inclined. There we go. I'm more inclined to think the way Todd does, but I think it's I think it's something along the lines of there is a special counsel now reviewing these documents. He will get first, and he's a swamp monster as well. He gets first dibs 
over any investigations involving the the Bidens so that the House Republicans can't embarrass the president. Mm -hmm. That's what I think this is. That's what I think this is actually accomplishing. This is not to oust him. This is to protect him. Okay. There's two other alternative theories out there about why this is going down right now. I want to get you guys' reaction to each of them. First, that this kind of now sets the stage where they can perp walk Trump. They can say, hey, we took the high road. This has never been about Donald Trump. You know, we uh, we investigated the current Democratic president at the same time. Um, you know, we uh, we got a confession out of Mike Pence, which, frankly, anybody can do that. But you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, but that they have some kind of credibility now that it's not a witch hunt. It's not a witch hunt. Um, they, they are digging in their heels on Joe Biden. And so now this gives them the street cred to go ahead and do the perp walk of orange man bad that they have long desired to do. They have created enough political capital where yes, our people will scream and howl, but a lot of independents and other voters that they still think they could get will not be as incensed as they might've otherwise been because they have shown that this is an earnest attempt to crack down on the flow of uh, information pertaining to national security. Todd. No, no, the entire press will cover for them and has no matter what they do. They don't need some fig leaf. Okay. Aaron, what do you think? No, no, there's, there's no chance. I mean, they don't have to, they don't, they don't, they don't have to give any fig leaf. We are in an era now where it is hammer meat, nail boot meat, ant. That's, that's where we are right Mm -hmm. now. So they don't even need to bother with that. What do you think, Tim? I hate that. I agree with those guys. Okay. That's it. So the other alternative uh, theory was actually floated by the guy that might have the most important show in conservative media, Tucker Carlson on Fox News the other night. Uh, and in a pretty um, incredible monologue, which frankly for Tucker is a redundancy most nights, uh, he laid out the case that uh, they're setting the stage for Michelle Obama. That her profile has been greatly elevated again in the last few months. Um, she's even been asked about Joe Biden running again in 2024. And he played a clip of her saying, you know, it's just a who knows? It's a really tough job, you know, uh, especially when you've got dementia. I added that last part. Uh, but um, uh, that that this could be setting the stage for Michelle Obama to uh, become the Democratic nominee in 2024. How? Why is this uniquely setting the stage for her? I think it's Michael Obama, actually. First trans president. That's why it's unique. First trans president. Is that what you're thinking, Tim? Yeah, Big Mike. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on Tucker's well, theory? I'm asking, why is it unique? What's unique about her as opposed to Newsom? Ga- she has Gavin or anybody else. Gavin, Gavin is white and was born. Well, he was born white with a penis. That is a problem. Actually, that's that's two problems, as a matter of fact. Yes. He was born white with a penis. Yes. Problem for him. Um, I don't know. This doesn't really ring true to me. I, what, what has it that, been in the, that's I don't, your I, answer in the last two months? Is <laughs> did I miss something? Like what's, why is she back in the game? What? So this is, this Honestly. has been like a, a right wing, like theory for years now that, you know, this, this, and this is setting the stage for Michelle Obama mm-hmm. to step in. I don't think it's been true yet. I don't know if she's ever actually expressed interest. And 
guys, the, the, the Obamas are just crazy rich. It's still their machine. The Democrat Party is still largely their machine. Mm-hmm. Why? Why go to the trouble? What do you think, Tim, about Tucker's I theory? I agree with Aaron on this one. Uh, I don't know why you would want to get back into it and, and why put yourself in that position again. I, they already have the power without having to be there. I mean, I, at this point, she might as well just be a like a finished figure skater. <laughs> so then... Let's double back to the very beginning of this conversation. Then, what is the point of this? They don't need fig leaves, right? Mm-hmm. So then, what is the point of even? How would we have ever known that Joe Biden was had classified documents in his garage unless they would have told us? How would they have ever known? I mean, would the the is it, would, would would the Republicans have sent in the same attorneys and the same investigators? Okay, that uh, that stopped Maricopa County from stealing two elections in a row. I mean, how would we have otherwise known if they had not offered us this information voluntarily? To what end? Because we know it certainly isn't because of a, you know, a sincere um, uh, endeavoring to uphold the credibility of the law and our trusted institutions. Listen, they want multiple options and they have the leverage to get it with him. Just think of. Right there, that book. And you say all the time in different ways. If you would have told me five years ago, I'd be writing these books calling for Nuremberg trials because of poisonous vaccines, I would have called you crazy. Ponder for a sec, with that in mind, what they may have in store for us before the next election happens. And they need the leverage to make it happen one way or the other. He smells women's hair in public. He invades their, pu- their their personal space in public. He completely, d- the entire family denies they have a four-year-old granddaughter and sues to per- prevent her from having their name in public. The same week that even the New York Times starts covering Hunter Biden's shady business dealings, he brings him to the White House for an event. All right. He stood up after seven months of telling us that he didn't have the power to impose a vaccine mandate, waited until the CDC admitted that the damn thing doesn't work and then did what he said he couldn't do for seven months anyway. OK, he, he, he sat there and said the unvaccinated are looking at a winner full of death. I mean, I, he's not really shown at, you know, this is a guy that he is so willing to do whatever they tell him to do. When they put the talking points in the teleprompter, he literally reads and look at Kevin. He literally reads it out loud. He's so controlled. What more? How much more control do they need over the over such a soulless, dementia rattled fiend? They already have it, Todd. They have every amount of control they want. He literally is so captured. To he reads a president. He reads the abbreviated. He read. He reads the part in parentheses, not just the script. Okay, I look at you now and then say this. He literally says it out loud. Like Go after yourself, the San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. But so, again, you don't fully understand. Nor do I. Is it just the dementia that got him there, or how many regular deals with the devil does he make, and his wife? I would also add the FBI and the people in charge of trying to find these these classified documents. Mm-hmm. We learned this week they actually tried to keep this hush-hush. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how this actually got out, whether it was a rogue FBI leaker or something like that. But we just learned this week they did this raid of the Penn-Biden think tank back in November, and we didn't, we didn't know about that until this week. So they were trying to keep that under wraps for what that's worth. I do love how they just show up at Trump's residence in the middle of the night. They call ahead over to Biden. Hey, we're coming over tomorrow to see if you got any 
Yeah. I cry classified documents. It's just, oh my. Oh, yeah. You laugh to stop uh, from engaging in armed revolution. Let's get to the exit question. Who's more likely to be the 2024 Democrat presidential nominee at this point? A, Joe Biden. B, Kamala Harris. C, Gavin Newsom. Or D, Michelle Obama. Aaron. I'm going B. Kamala, you think it will be? Yeah. Man. That, because I don't think that, that, that would run again. That would fuel... How many comedy tours for Tim? I mean, do you just endless? It'd be amazing. Yes, it would be. I'd love it. You'd have to you have to charge you have to charge outlets less because you'd be working less hard uh, to come up with material. Todd, Biden. You still think it'll be Biden? I'll change tomorrow. I love. I just. I love your overall resignation in general. I'd love it. Go ahead, Tim. What do you think? I think it's Newsom. You do think it's Newsom. I think it's Newsom. You think despite being born white with a penis, he can persevere? He kind of looks like a woman. It wouldn't take much to transition. <laughs> What's your answer, Steve? B. My answer is B. I think it's B, not because he's going to be removed, although I can see that happening, but because he won't run again. Yeah, I agree he won't run again. And she is the fulfillment and she's completely controllable. The Obamas get everything they want. She's one of theirs. Uh, she f- checks the woke intersectionality boxes. They're in complete control, and they don't have to put any of their wealth, as Aaron mentioned. They don't put, have to put any of it at stake. They don't take any scrutiny. They just stay behind the scenes, run the white, run the White House, and you know Americans are conditioned to accept a nitwit, you know, a dummy president. They've had one, and what's another one? You know. How do you like that? That answer? was inspiring. <laughs> Doesn't mean it wasn't true. We'll come back more in a moment. (laughs) So a lot of you woke up this morning to find out that a Chinese spy vessel just moseying along the airspace of middle America like you do did you guys find out that there's studies that uh, now show that uh, egg yolk produces a sufficient immune response to COVID-19 and we suddenly have a shortage of uh, what is it oh yeah eggs what do those random events have to do that I just mentioned off the top with one another Pretty much everything. So get prepared. You know what's coming. Something wicked this way comes. Make sure you're prepared with our friends at My Patriot Supply. Todd hates me so much right now for what I just did. He didn't even participate in that conversation. I looked at him and he just stared blankly at me like, no. My Patriot Supply get $200 off their emergency food kit, which you're probably going to need tomorrow. That's $200 off of every single kit now. Not just your bill. Every single kit, three square meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For those of you that went to public school wondering, what does that mean? Uh, Also, you get uh, snacks and drinks, 2,000 plus calories. Can't beat it. Stays good for well over 20 years with proper storage. It'll get delivered discreetly as well. Uh, So if you want to make sure that you have peace of mind to know 
when they let's go Brandon the food supply, you are prepared. Go to My Patriot Supply right now. $200 off of each one of their emergency food kits for three months of peace of mind at MyPatriotSupply.com. Let's welcome back in conservative comedian Tim Young as we continue on with our weekly look at the week that was known as the Day Group. Let's get to issue three. Should we censor things like this from our schools? The following are excerpts of a book called Gender Queer, a graphic novel available in hundreds, if not thousands, of public schools around the country. For those of you listening live or on demand, for once, count yourself blessed. Here are the words on the page. This is the visual I had been picturing, but I can't feel anything. This was much hotter when it was only in my imagination. For years, my standard method of masturbation was stuffing a sock into the front of my pants and manipulating the bulge. This would evolve into hip thrusting while thinking of my latest gay ship. Memorably, I got off once while driving just by rubbing the front of my jeans in imagining getting a blowjob. When I finally got old enough to not be embarrassed talking about this stuff with my sister, it really never occurred to you to just put something in your vagina, not even a finger? It really didn't. So you've never tasted yourself? What? No, ew. Wait, you have? (laughs) Of course, you should try. And so, the word vagina slime appears with an arrow on this person's finger. Fast forward. We've been dating for two months. We've made out. We've had sex. We've moved on to sexting at work. I've got a new strap-on harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You are going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your... censored. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside me. This is the most turned on I've ever been in my life. I'm dying. So Tim, I uniquely picked this category of conversation because you're here. You're a comedian. Obviously, free speech is paramount in what you do. One of our colleague Jason Whitlock's most brilliant observations is the the mutter the the the, the stifling of the pulpit and the stand-up comedian in America. Those are the two places where, over the years, we've allowed people to tell us truths in ways that maybe we were uncomfortable hearing, uh, either from the scriptures or uh, crude and right in your face from the stand-up comedian. But we allowed those two sectors to tell us truths we needed to hear to confront us about the underbelly of our society. And now we don't want them to do that anymore either. Okay, when efforts like in Florida, for example, are done to remove this kind of filth from the schools, we're now accused of being the ones that want to burn books uh, to cancel culture, things of that nature. So is this a blessing of liberty? Is the spirit of the age right when it claims purging such content from the schools is cancel culture, that that we should err on the side of such filth being exposed to kids and subsidized schools as a cost and price of free speech overall? I want to know what you think as the guy that deals with this constantly in your line of work. Uh, Pedophilia is bad. I don't know if you knew that or not. That's like one of those things. Uh, Not a good thing. Uh, We should not be grooming children. That book is disgusting. I felt uncomfortable when you were reading it. And again, I'm somebody who used to work blue. And that means I used to say absolutely everything horrible in the world on stage. 
And I pedophilia is just not something you deal with at all. It's disgusting and needs to be eliminated. It's really interesting, too, that the left says that we're trying to eliminate books when they had just canceled Dr. Seuss like six months before this entire debate started. What do you think? That's well said, by the way. What do you think? What do I think? Well, this is the book uh, that was approved uh, in the Carlisle School District. That's uh, your neighborhood, by the way, where you yes, live. That yeah. I uh, am now uh, rescuing uh, my family from. It That district used a secret and illegal book committee to run cover for itself. It, 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 it said we're going to review the book. They would not announce the names of the parents and the district staff members who are appointed to it until we made them do it with a uh, freedom of information uh, request. They had no right to keep that with us because we have a right to question why they're doing what they're It was a unanimous 10 to nothing vote that this book was legitimate and should be and then this was passed on without us knowing who's on this board to the full board to vote and it voted three to do to accept this book uh, i attended these i argued against it as did uh, two of my daughters uh one of my daughters had a target uh drone uh, uh circled around her and it was posted online and this was by a homosexual child uh a high school child at the district who was subsequently suspended for doing that it's not the only uh homosexual child who was uh uh suspended in carlisle high school uh for harassing uh my daughters and others now they're tough girls but a this they are being groomed not just into a lifestyle of sexual license but of constant bullying and harassment so what do I think about this? Um, where's the millstone? That's what I think about this. Aaron. Here's, uh, here's where I come on this. And, and this kind of has to do with the conversation about online anonymity that we got into yesterday and provoked some, some discussion afterwards. Every book that affirms and pushes forward my worldview, I want to be in school libraries, Every book that does not, I want to be ejected. And then books like this are in a separate category. If you touch them or even think or even try to get them in a library, straight to jail. Straight to jail. Similarly, online anonymity, just to add this as an aside, you know, yeah. if you help me and I like you, you can remain anonymous. If you help my worldview, if you don't, you need to actually put your real name on that. That's where I come down. Is that fair? I think no. I like your position the yeah. best, actually, now that uh, I think that, about is it. Is that yeah. fair? No, I don't yeah. care about fair. Yeah, I don't care about point. fair. We're in a war. So, yeah, I don't, I don't care about fair. And oh, by the I way. Like, in fact, that's going to be my new position, Eric. Yeah. If, you're, if you're helping get the truth out that aligns with my worldview, an, an anonymous away. If you're not, doxing everybody. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like don't just stop at books because once they had to suspend two people and they realized there were going to have to be more, mm -hmm. and we provided the receipts and the evidence, their answer to my children directly was, uh, "From now on, unless there's a threat of violence, we will we we will not be controlling social media as far as this is concerned." So they got. They got tired of suspending the gay kids who had turned into a mafia. Mm -hmm. They they realized that was a loss leader in terms of their little teachers union club. So we shouldn't stop at books. People, staff, parents, kids, expelled, leper colonies, whatever. Enough is enough. This can. This is the Borg. These are locusts. 
I apologize for none of that. When do you think they are going to finally sit down at the negotiating table? Did you see Aaron's montage? So help me understand then why somebody who's really smart and has faced what you guys are talking about and shunnings and canceling at a level very few people on planet Earth have faced, talking about Jordan Peterson, went on Joe Rogan's podcast this week and started trashing Christopher Rufo for what we, ex- what we were actually applauding Ron DeSantis and him for doing just yesterday, or I was, recognizing someone's catechesis is getting taught in the schools. Mm-hmm. Someone's is. So it's been that way from the beginning when we put, New, uh, we put uh, New England primers and Geneva Bibles in the schools and the Ten Commandments. Someone's catechesis is getting taught. Yeah. The idea that this is going to be a, a values-neutral, zero, you know, uh, chloroformed moral value environment is re- preposterous. So someone's catechism, catechesis is getting taught. And Prefer t- it to be mine or the one the parents want. That, all right? that is- so that's what Rufo, Rufo, Rufo and DeSantis said, okay, you guys did this to us for decades. We're now flipping the tables over and going to turn the script, and we're going to actually teach our catechesis now. And you've got Jordan Peterson over there on Rogan's show trashing Rufo by name and saying, hey, don't yeah, be careful. They might try to do to you what you're doing to them. Hey, Jordy, they've been doing this for 50 years, bro. You're the, you're the guy that they're trying to take his accreditation away from as a psychiatrist in your native Canada because you won't bow down to their catechesis. You truly believe Do we truly believe there is some place where we're going to just, we're all going to set our values aside and just learn the three R's? Really? When has that ever happened? It can't possibly happen. We're spiritual, moral beings. The idea that we can divorce that from any form of discipleship experience is just fantasy. And I would expect someone who has faced more of this scrutiny than 99.999% of the people on planet Earth, like Jordan Peterson, to have to freaking figure that out, man. This is where David French actually did us a favor because that whole naked public square thing, when he, in his defense of that, he had to go as far as to say drag queen square is a blessing of liberty. Everybody was like, um, I don't think this is going to work out, guys. So, yeah, everybody that are corners, Thunderdome, two enter, one leave. That's where we are. There is a thing around here, guys. Let's pontificate. Let's blog. Let's write up and let's lament. How, and then when, the, when someone tries to do something, maybe you can do it better than Chris Rufo. Maybe you don't personally like Chris Rufo. I don't know. I've never met the guy myself. Mm-hmm. But to quote the great D.L. Moody, I like my way of doing something better than your way of not doing anything. Yeah. All right. The, so what is it that anytime someone says, OK, let's flip the script, turn the tables over. Let's see how, how, if, they, how, if it's fun when the rabbits got the gun. There is always a segment of people on the right that are like, ah, well, uh, no, I mean, we can't possibly do that. Yeah. Well, why not? Then what are we going to do instead? Yeah. Tour, me- tour the country for 75 bucks a ticket. We'll do that. That's what we're going to do instead. We're going to do that. Yeah. Well, let me remind you once again, also in Carlisle, where the naked public square got me and using the system, uh, two cease and desist letters and cops following me around just to try to make me go away. I don't stop. Stop. This isn't a nursery rhyme. Uh, the, the teachers and their benevolent care for children is a scam and a lie. It, it's, it's your job to make it go away. We're in a Eight. fight. You will not win until, you, until their eye is blacker than yours. Their lip is fatter than yours. And there's more blood protruding from their orifices, figuratively speaking, of course, than yours. There is no other way out. No other way. We're, we're beyond the time for pontification. 
is long at an end. The time for confrontation was long ago arrived. Aaron, go ahead quickly. I'm sorry. Ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. Don't give the freaking rabbit a gun, guys. <laughs> Never again. Take it back. Yeah. There it is. Exit. Also, Steve, go Steve, ahead, Tim. Uh, when did we start giving Jordan Peterson more credit? I mean, honestly, he, Jordan Peterson to me is just Andrew Tate with an ascot. Wow, that's interesting. Now, I don't know a lot about Andrew Tate, but I do know what an ascot is. Like, I literally just heard the name Andrew Tate like a week ago when he got arrested in Romania. I had no idea who he was. Well, he didn't. Listen, there's no sex, sex trafficking in Jordan Peterson's past, but uh, the, the messaging is the same. I, I, I just don't understand a, a guy who tells men, get up, get out of bed, make your bed, get a job, kiss a girl like your lament yeah. yesterday. Suddenly now, the next step of that is do something about the rot gut in your cold. Don't do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Okay. Let's get to the exit. Actually, we were kind of already answered the exit question. At least I did. <laughs> Let's get to issue four quickly. If you could outright ban just one thing in society, what would it be and why Todd? There's a lot of things, but I think maybe the internet, I think it's the ring of power. I don't think we can wield it. Interesting. Tim. Those fat girl leftist nose rings that are in the middle. <laughs> Very nice. Or that. Or that. Or that. Todd makes this massive meta statement. Tim comes back. Those friggin' nose rings. He makes a good point. He does make a good point, though. I have to give it up. Yeah. They're gross. Yes, they are. Aaron. Pharma companies. I like that one, too. Let's get to predictions. Todd, go. Uh, Well, a week in advance, uh, I I think the Chiefs are going to win by double digits in the Super Bowl. So what prediction are you going to make next week when it's actually on the dawn of the game? I'm ahead of the game. Okay. As You're always. ahead of the curve. You're right. You're right. As You're always. Right. It is often said about Totters that he is on the cutting edge. Yes. It is often said. Yes. Aaron. The new uh, Harry Potter game com- coming out, Harry Potter, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I should say, if I could actually speak English for once, uh, is actually going to be an overall disappointment. I didn't know this until this week. This is actually this uh, game studio's first game. That they have ever released. I don't know, man. I was in the GameStop in my mall, in our mall last week, and I'm gonna get saw, it. I'm saw gonna some, play it. some gameplay, and it looked friggin' incredible. It looks, it looks like a lot of fun. But. Remember, nobody knew what a rock steady was until Batman Arkham Asylum, too. Remember that. True. true. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Tim? What's your prediction? Uh, the Last of Us on HBO is gonna get way gayer. Count on it. In fact, if you could just make that prediction comprehensively about literally. Everything. everything literally everything everything's getting gayer everything is except for Isn't lindsey graham he's got to max that out the apocalypse is totally gay. <laughs> Lindsay's maxed that is that out. like along those lines that's a great segue to my own prediction did you guys see the uh, with the announcement of the new dcu that they uh first of all they made sure to refer to ezra miller as they okay and made it sound like uh there's a chance he might still be brought back that's exactly how you know his my prediction is his time as the flash is done they, he is still in a rehab. He's going. He still has criminal grooming charges facing him. They spent two hundred million dollars making that Flash movie. It's already irrelevant because they're rebooting the damn DCU. They don't want to take a bath. All right. So everyone's gonna play nice about them and they, Miller. Okay. Between now and June when that movie comes out, but there is a better chance Todd Erzin plays the Flash in a movie than Ezra Miller does again. All right. After this movie comes out. And the fact that they really laid it on thick with the pronoun virtue signals and everything else was actually made it, cinched it for me. Done. 
not coming back. Call me, as Robin Williams once said. <laughs> Call me. I'm pretty fast for a Caucasian. Good to see you, Tim, as always, man. Take care. God bless, man. Thank yeah. you. All right, we'll come back. Hour two will be your turn, and it'll be some Feedback Friday. Stay tuned. Back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Totters and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. And all of you, though hopefully not all at once, can let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, MeWe, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter, Gitter, and Instagram. You can also do so over on TikTok. Yeah, at Steve Dace Show on TikTok. Yep. All right, and then uh, at Steve Dace on Truth Social. I'm sorry, at Real Steve Dace on Truth Social. D E A C E is how to pronounce the last name. All of you that listen to the podcast, thank you so very much. If you have yet to do so, we do want all of you to do this all at once. If you've yet to do so right now, all of you all at once, leave us a five-star review, hit subscribe or follow. Thank you to all of you that have done those things on behalf of the show already. We are greatly appreciative. As we are appreciative of our new friends at Constitution Wealth, these guys are smart, fiery, passionate, kind of a good fit for this show. What are they uh, fiery and passionate about? Helping you turn your wealth into kingdom building for the right kingdom, not the enemy's kingdom. The King of Kings kingdom. That's what they want to help you do. All right. Have your value system. Line up with your portfolio and don't sacrifice at all when it comes to profitability. They can help you do that. It's what they do. All right. Line up your money so that it is both influencing and influenced by your convictions, your values. All right. That's maybe that's one place. A lot of you right now aren't sure your actual vote counts. This is one place you can make your vote count with your money. Go to constitutionwealth.com slash Steve and schedule a free consultation. You'll enjoy talking to these guys if nothing else. Constitutionwealth.com slash Steve. Again, constitutionwealth.com slash Steve. All right. Are we ready for some Feedback Friday? You bet. All right. Let us begin. And we do so here with this note from a, quote, forgotten man. I'm 47. I watch you every day. You, Todd, and Aaron are about the only conservatives I both enjoy and respect and can stomach anymore because you not only tell us, you're, you're one of the few that actually tells us the truth. I've been supporting the quote-unquote conservative movement for almost 30 years, which now I'm wondering if it ever truly existed. Rush Limbaugh was directly responsible for my conversion from a radical leftist to a traditional free thinker when I was young. In 2016, I drove from Chicago to Camp Cruz, South Carolina, and volunteered for Ted Cruz across four more states. I fought in the school systems I worked in for over 10 years. For years, I've spoken directly to family and friends about who the left is and our responsibility in fighting this battle instead of hoping politicians to do it for me in D.C. and just vote. 
I used to genuinely like people and believed in the capacity of the average citizen. I found the left's anti-population attitude as sickening and part of their death worship. After COVID, however, I find that I want nothing to do with a lot of people any longer. I've lost my belief in my fellow man, especially my fellow American. As Todd has said, I've now seen that people will never wake up until all their comforts are gone and they can no longer watch their Netflix. It will get to the point where teachers are having open sex with school children and people will hand wave it away. As I said, I worked in the school system for a long time. They're already sleeping with your kids behind your backs. I don't have children. I'm unmarried. I was engaged twice each time to a woman who claimed to be a conservative and traditional, but was ultimately a university educated, quote, modern woman who turned out to be the suburban Karen that you guys love to mention. When they couldn't have things 100% their way, they hit the reset button and walked away. That's the modern attitude. I wish the church could be a solace, but I've watched the Catholic Church be seduced by modernity for years before COVID. Then when COVID hit, I watched every church close its doors to the very flock they were meant to shepherd. When that and when that flock and when that flock needed them the most. Imagine all those compromised believers who might have been terrified of the, for their health and could have truly been given the salve of the Lord's words, but church leaders had to weigh how much cash they would get in the basket versus how big the fines would be from the city paper pusher. Money is all that matters. Most people just use going to church as a social circle anyway. It's just Facebook for the right. I wanted to use myself as an example of countless men in my position, men who have been forgotten because we do not have families. We do not have, to- we do not have ties in the society around us because that society doesn't want anything to do with us. I don't want to fight for the American way of life any longer because I've seen that dream is just an illusion. I think people claim they believe in because they were honest, because if they were honest and said, I just want the biggest house and to brag about my kids, that truth would sound petty. In the end, this place we call a nation is just where you can buy the best stuff. Signed, my name doesn't matter. I mean, you're applauding. I don't think you've ever read a finer letter. Yeah. Somebody who's close to being over the target of what really ails us. I mean, amen on every level. And just to verify what you've actually said, back in Carlisle again, year ago, felony sex crime between staff and student. It's never been divulged to the public at that school. They've never told anybody. I mean, it it was the the police report of it. It's in the course, but they... No, nobody knows about it. They won't, they won't, just won't tell you. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I make sure it's out there now, but everybody just gets on with exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Our country has seemingly an infinite appetite for, for dope, whatever that is, whatever form that takes, whether it's materialism actual dope whatever form that takes whatever your whatever your peccadillo is an infinite appetite for that seemingly those of us who are willing to draw lines morally ethically too many too many of us have seemingly an infinite appetite for fighting back if and only if we can stay in our homes and remain anonymous. And I'm not talking about the online anonymity thing. This is a larger conversation. Those two things cannot simultaneously coexist for very long. And I think he gets to that in that letter. 
eventually the center cannot hold. Eventually things will collapse there. I don't know when that will happen. We're cl- I just know that we're closer to it. Closer to it than, than ever. Or maybe this is that. I think that's probably the closer answer. And he hits on the frustration. All of us, I promise you, all three of us, to varying degrees on varying days, have. What, what are we really doing here? What are we really doing here? Ultimately, personally, God gives us our own garden. That's, that's the thing that should keep us going. What, whether or not whatever we do for a, a living or whatever we're doing activism-wise, that, that's ultimately what God has given us. We are to tend to that. But your broader observations about where we are as a society, I cannot argue with anything. His last line, we're, we're, we're just a place where you can buy the best stuff. Man, that, that sums up a lot of my feelings about contemporary America. You and I were just talking before the show today. Yeah. Watching people lose their minds over this Chinese balloon. Probably a spy balloon. Here's what I said to Todd off the air. I'll try to say it to you somewhat less angry. Why does anybody care? Well, they're over, I got an email from, I'm sure, a very well-meaning patriotic gentleman about a half an hour ago. They've invaded our sovereign territory. We don't have. We don't have any sovereign territory. Your school isn't even sovereign. Yeah, there, there isn't they're any grooming sovereign. grooming your kid there. Your, your face was in a sovereign territory for three years. They, they, they covered it. And we complied. We don't have a border. We have an entryway. For killer opioids, suicide epidemics, and human traffickers. We're not a sovereign nation. Almost every meaningful corporation in this country is a wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese government or, or in addition to that, is attempting to implement a Chinese level of social credit scheme into our system. Two of the the largest industries in America are the NBA and Hollywood. Hollywood goes out of its way to inject all forms of rot gut into the content they feed us. And then at the Chinese bequest, they take it out for them. The, The NBA literally bows the knee to China. Apple kept its stores open in China during COVID while they closed them all here. Our scientists went to China to create a killer virus that caused a three-year pandemic from which, to some degree, we may never fully recover in any of our lifetimes from. I'm not upset the Chinese have a spy balloon flying over middle America at all. If anything, they're showing restraint. 
They haven't invaded our airspace. They already own it. And as we were talking about this, Todd, what did I say to you? I forgot that I was actually going to read this guy's email first when I said this to you earlier, but it's very similar. I said, the reality is the only time I feel I, my jingoism, my eighties childhood, child of the eighties jingoism is all gone. Like doesn't exist on any level. And my patriotism is just about there. You know, I'll always have a nostalgic patriotism for the founding ideals of the country because they come right out of my own worldview. So of course I will always honor and appreciate them, but I don't, I don't get misty eyed here in the anthem at all. In fact, I, most of the time when it gets fired up, I wonder when's the first time I don't stand because I just, I'm not, no, I don't, don't believe in anything that stands for. I don't, I don't believe in meatball surgery on kids. I insolvency, lawlessness I don't and then promoting it globally I don't believe in that at all this is not a country I'm trying to save I'm trying to defeat it and frankly the only time I feel like an American is when I do things like go to the movies watch sports which in the back of my mind I realize it is it I, on the other hand, they're the only things that make me American anymore. Because the rest, when I'm not doing those things, guys, everything else the rest of my day is in opposition to this country. Think about it. Everything else. Every, when I'm not doing those things, everything else I do the rest of the day, raising a family, having a marriage, trying to instill values, going to church, pub, the public activism I engage in, everything else I do other than when I consume the best stuff, as the emailer says, that I do in my spare time, everything else I do in my main time is in opposition to the government and society at large of this country. That's probably true for almost everybody within the sound of my voice, too, I would guess. But, but I, in the back of my head, when I plug into those things to try to get some enjoyment, some not, not letting this consume me, some shut my brain down, you know, some remember you're just a guy named Steve, okay? You know, have a, you're just a dude, you know? In the back of my mind, I realize, though, that the reason that these things are so overwhelmingly prosperous right now is because of what you say. Because most people don't plug into them for downtime. It is their mainframe. It's what they do most of the time. It is not their downtime. It is what they do most of the time. That they know far more about who they're keeping in their fantasy football league for next year than their kids' teachers in school. Far more. So, yeah. This email kind of hit home to me too, for sure. Let's move on. Terry Lynn Henderson says, I wanted to thank, I wanted to ask if you might give a shout out to my beloved husband, Scott, who is responsible for introducing me to you guys' show on Blaze TV. He's been a Beck fan for years. And the two of us were first introduced to you during the midterm election night live stream coverage. Over the course of that night, I would hear Scott exclaim, I like this guy when you would throw out your truth bombs. See what I did there? I do. Yeah. 
We became Blaze TV subscribers a few months ago. My husband listens to your podcast on his phone several times a week. He would come home from work, tell me that he wanted to share something he heard on your show. So he'd pull it up on the TV after three or two or three times of that. I was hooked to for the past two weeks at the end of our day. We look forward to turning on the tube and plopping down on the couch together. And yes, sometimes there is popcorn and then watching the three of you guys drop truth bombs. And we love the humor. Thank you guys very much. Keep on keeping on. That's very kind. And I get a lot of those. So every now and then I try to mix them in, you know, because I don't, uh, you know, you know me, I'm I still, I'm not really that comfortable, you know, with it. But I also don't want to misrepresent that all I get is hate mail because it's not true. Overwhelmingly, the mail I get is positive, actually, you know, but so every now and then I mix some of that stuff in. Yeah. The Moms for Liberty thing uh, last night met a lot of nice uh, viewers of the show. Same kind of feel. Level How'd that go, of, by the way? Oh, it was fantastic. Was it? I mean, uh, well attended. The governor uh, was there, and she is just like, she's just vibing right now. I mean, she can't miss. She's like Jordan on his best day. Her, this, and her speechwriters, all of them, they're just, just nailing all of the notes. And there, of course, there are about a dozen hysterical protesters there who were sitting in the crowd, and then one by one they would stand up and yell something and stay in st- instead of waiting at the end and asking their question uh, maybe they've come to realize yeah they're bad so the best we've got is just dire. have you come to a, a persecute us before the yeah, appointed yeah. Man- time send a man kind of stuff basically yeah yeah you're, you're describing you're describing demonic levels of seething yeah that's what you're and that's that's sadly and tragically what mm-hmm. it is yeah Jill says, my husband and I have listened daily for the last couple of years, and we love the example you guys set. You're not perfect, but you guys have the courage to try to live for God and do what he wants you to do. It would be great to see more men on your show who could provide a variety of other examples for other men to be inspired by so we can change the culture. Here's one example. Jamie Winship, who has written Living Fearless. He's a former cop who prayed during shifts that God would help him and amazing things happen, which led to even more amazing work. So I shared this email because I'm happy sharing a lot more of these. If you guys want to send them in, I'll make I'll try to get, you know, a couple of these mixed in on Feedback Friday every single week. And we love we love handing out helmet stickers Uh, and particularly to men. All right. And, and, and we want to hand more helmet stickers out to men. So by all means, you know, if you've got someone uh, that is standing in the gap, particularly if it's a dude, um, we want to give as much encouragement in that area as we possibly can. So I wanted to mention that. Jared in Omaha, which it always is, it's always been fascinating to me. We don't get more interaction from there given how close they are to where we live. Agreed. That's just kind of always been an anomaly to me. But anyway, Jared in Omaha writes, the very admission that the state or local governments have the power to steal our money and then deign to give it back for our choice of use is admitting that they can decide now or in the future to put conditions on that money. That is the primary principle-based concern that I have with school choice. I have not read the Iowa bill and I live in it because I live in a different state. But many of the school choice bills have a lot of stipulations and control over the money. We as conservatives and Christians especially should be pushing for a completely different funding process that doesn't include theft and returning rather than fighting for something as weak as school choice. So let me let me start with here where I completely agree. Uh, there have been in the past when things like school choice has been 
proffered way too many stipulations and uh, hoops to walk through um, that would, would, to use your word, Jared, deign it almost toothless. Okay. It, it, it's more freedom than you had. But there's the, the, so much of the camel's nose is under the tent that you might as well just go ahead and go back to riding the same camel. So I am, I am aware of and sympathetic to those arguments. I've actually never been a vocal proponent of the traditional school voucher, school choice argument that was made for several decades. What we're doing in Iowa now is what I wanted, I lobbied for us to do almost 15 years ago. It's your funding. You take it with you to the building of your choice that you're going to school at. And there aren't any curriculum demands or stipulations. We are in Iowa, if I remember right, we are phasing this in on an economic means, right? We're starting yes. first with those with uh, yes. on the lower income scale first. I think it's three. And then I think in, in year three, it's available to everybody that's, regardless of economic right. status, right? Okay. Yep. So there's, there's a phase in from a socioeconomic standpoint, but there is not from a curriculum standpoint. When you say we should have a different funding process, that's exactly what our bill just did. We created a completely different funding process. It's your money. You'll get it now. If the argument is, well, taxation is theft, I agree. So you really aren't arguing against school choice. You're arguing against the 16th Amendment. I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm trying. There is a, there is a small but loud segment of you in my in inbox arguing with me over this and I'm trying to listen to you I, I am I'm engaging with you you don't ever tell me though what your alternative idea is if your alternative idea seems to be make it 1795 again I, I don't think we can get there I have a point about that go ahead is his idea like no taxation? I don't know. Because that's not even 1795. <laughs> it isn't. I mean, really. The, the, the point. So basically they want us to go back to the Articles of Confederation, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You're the reason, one of the fundamental reasons, if not the fundamental reasons why, we had to move on from the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution, hold on to your hat. We were really bad and inefficient at taxing people to pay our debts. True fact. All right? I, this, this, this taxation, if you, if you take this and do whatever stupid thing you want to do with this, but if this taxation is theft thing is getting just about as lazy as a lot of other cons things conservatives said about, you know, small government and local control and uh, just like bumper stickers without thinking about what the framers actually had in mind. Do you really want zero taxes? Is that where you expect this thing to go? Because 
that's stupidly utopian and it's actually un-American. Now, we'll circle back to Steve's point about, yeah, there, there's a lot of bad ways this has been written. So you've, uh, in trying to be nice and meet people halfway who never intended to meet you halfway, you, you write in trap doors, of course, be wise as serpents. But Steve's absolutely right. What is the alternative? Without saying it, every time Steve brings this up, you seem to think you can live in a world where you can be unaffected, entirely separate, pay zero taxes, have nothing, an increasingly small world where there's fewer places to hide, uh, ever impact you. Can, that, that the public schools that you're running away from aren't going to continue to indoctrinate the rest of these kids and you somehow maybe as a christian have no obligation to impact that i don't i really don't this understand is dumb. i don't understand i really don't thank Unless, you for letting me interject I, yeah, I, yeah I, I i i mean i keep asking what do you want instead okay and 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 i don't get an answer so you don't want there to be any public schools okay talk even to if, me okay okay I'm, I'm listening yeah okay um Tell me how we're going to get from a situation where public schools are the number one expenditure in every state budget in America to they're completely line itemed out. How often is anything line itemed out by government? I mean, you know, and I hate and, you know, well, God can do anything. Yeah, he can do anything. I agree. You know, um, so we but we can't. I, I don't see how this furthers their premise at all. And by the way, you know who agrees with me on this? They apparently do, because they're losing their damn minds over this. Like, losing it. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking like the show that they put on over Elon yesterday, okay, where AOC's out there doing her T.D. Jakes impersonation that she saw on TBN for five minutes once, okay? No, like, legitimate losing of their minds over this, because they see it as a paradigm shift. We have radically shifted the paradigm. The parents are now in charge. Are they totally and completely in charge? No. Are they dramatically more in charge than they were a week ago? Yes. Were they in charge at all a week ago? Not really. Are they at least in charge to some degree now? Yeah. So then whose premise are we working on? Theirs or ours? Ours. We're working on ours. We've advanced our premise. But first we had to actually install it. We had to install that premise first, and we did. You can't advance a premise you haven't installed. I don't, I don't understand the argument. And I, and I say this as someone, my kids have never darkened the door of a government school except for their own ballet recitals, all right? never happened not one moment when i made $35,000 a year as a sports talk radio host and had a mortgage we decided my wife with her marketing degree would stay home with the kids with anastasia so that she'd never get subjected to their demonic indoctrination i i I don't understand your arguments unless the argument is we need it. We, I want it to be the 18th century. I, I, we can't make that happen. I, I can't do that for you. 
what I can do is strike a, and what we can do is strike a mighty blow against their hegemony um, in this area. And I believe that we have done that wholeheartedly believe we have done that. Is it everything I would do? No. Is it way better and legitimately good? Not better, right? Because you know how much I hate the whole better than Hillary. I hate that crap. Okay. Is it legitimately good? Yes. Could we do better than this? Yes. But did we do a legitimate good? Did we establish a good and righteous premise that we shouldn't rest on, but continue to try to push and, um, and, and see as a beachhead, not just a singular sanctuary? Yes. But I, I, I really don't understand the arguments and no one gives me an alternative model of what they want. So if you have an alternative model, Steve at stevedace.com. Don't, don't send me any more links. Read this. Guys, with all due respect, man, I'm, I'm pretty informed on the topic, okay? I don't need any more theories or any more background. I want to know what specifically you think should be done instead to get to the same goal but it's also achievable. It's realistic. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, I'm growing weary of this. I, I'm just yeah. growing weary. I really, I really am. Be, and it's not theoretical to me. Again, I'm actually rescuing my kids uh, uh, from this circumstance right now, as I've just got done telling on this show, how much skin I've got in the game, how the links I've gone to, uh, it, but I, 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 there's a responsibility for all of us beyond ourselves. I'm not sure what I really want to ask each and every one of you, like, what is really driving you on this? Because this just like, I, I'm getting mine and the hell with everything else. I don't know how you think that's going to, maybe you'll ride that out. Your children are going to have a really tough but time. But you can there. still do that. You're not being asked to participate. You don't have to. Don't participate in it. We already secured your ability as a homeschooler in Iowa to not even have to report to the state at all. I, by the way, who helped make that happen? You're listening to him. Good thing we didn't just live through a pandemic when venerable medications would have helped mitigate the most severe of symptoms when identified early and properly applied. Oh, wait, we did. Yeah, we did. And they took those medications away and wouldn't let you have them. So they basically tried to kill you. I don't know how else to put it. You can't be any more blunt than that. Or at the very least, we're willing to let you die. I'm guessing you would prefer to not. So who knows what the next medication will be? Doxycycline, amoxicillin, which we have a shortage of right now anyway. Make sure you are prepared with our friends at Jace Medical. Get their Jace case. Jace Medical is J, as in jump at this right now. J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com, jacemedical.com. Get uh, the Jace pack of venerable 
antibiotics like doxycycline, like amoxicillin, so that you know you are prepared should there be shortages or cancellations. I guess we'll put it that way. Uh, use the code DACE10 to get $10 off when you go to jacemedical.com. Fill out a simple form online. In some cases, you may have to jump on with a quick call with a board-certified physician. All right, jacemedical.com. Use the promo code DACE10 to get $10 off when you do. Let's continue with feedback Friday from Brent. Every time I hear conservative discussions regarding schools, they always at some point blame teachers for the problem. I take issue with that. My wife is a conservative public school teacher and is every bit as frustrated with the system as we all are. Conservative teachers are in the minority, but they are present. If we as conservatives practice judging each individual on on their character and actions rather than judging the whole group based on another's actions, why are we doing this to all teachers? My wife can't do anything to change the system on her own. And with both of us being public servants our entire lives, I'm a retired policeman, we can't afford for her to just quit and find another job, especially in this economy. It is a much more difficult position for her to be in than I think many people may understand, because unlike a lot of the liberal teachers, my wife teaches true history and gives all the information to her students and lets them decide for themselves, not indoctrinating them into wokeness. That is from Brent. So I don't know what the McIntyres plan to do. Like I said, our kids have never been in a government school. You're the only one here who has experience in this area. So I'm going to let you respond to Brent first. So first of all, if we're not talking about your wife, don't worry about it. I don't, why'd you spend the energy writing this letter? Listen, um, I've also complained, uh, you're a police officer, God bless you. I've also complained about police officers on the show, the ones who falsely arrested me and then lied uh, under oath about what they did, that they assaulted me in the back of a police car. I mean, yeah, we're going to complain about the bad cops, we're going to complain about the bad teachers, This has nothing to do with your wife, apparently. You have nothing to worry about. But there's clearly a lot of bad teachers. They are grooming our kids. And then there's a lot of ones who are just sitting by and doing nothing. And yes, it might be hard. I get it might be hard. I don't... Uh, See, this is related to the stuff about anonymity and everything like that. Everybody has got to stand a post. Everybody's got to get off the bench and do something. If your wife is doing everything she can, this has nothing to do with you, and you had no reason to write the letter. So I'm wondering if there's something else. I'm right where I was with the other letter. I'm out of patience with this. What are we doing? Listen, Go back, Steve. Maybe you need to read the first letter again. Do you understand how bad it is or not? That's it. I'm curious to know why two lines in that email were included. There was something, and I'm paraphrasing, we need the income, correct? Yes. That was in there? Yeah. And then the other phrase was, there's nothing my wife can do to change the system. That was also in there as well. Right. I'm curious why those were, were added. Hmm. This, this seems to me, though, most of all, like the stop hating on the boomer emails that you got at one point. If you are not, if you are not one of the teachers who's grooming children, guess who we're not talking about? Indeed. That would be you. Why did you feel the need to send this then? 
I would hope that would go without saying. I'd hope that would go without saying. I, I just... Do we really know what time it is? Do we? I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, those two lines stood out to me as well. Molly writes, I'm a 17-year-old Christian conservative girl living in Canada. Bless you, my child. Okay. <laughs> All right. Unicorn update. Indeed. I've been struggling with friendship. You think? I've been struggling with friendships and making connections. <laughs> Yikes. Um, with others, because most of the people around me have opposing views. That's a euphemism. Indeed. You're also very sweet and polite, Molly, to refer to them solely as opposing views. <laughs> okay. And while I try to steer away from politics and such with them, I am still open about my beliefs. Like there's just two genders. Didn't think there would, there would even be an opposing belief to that, but there is that abortion is murder, etc. I just feel so alone being one of the only people where I live with these views. I know that there are plenty of people who share the same opinions, but there are few around my age that share these opinions. I just don't know what to do. It'd be nice if you would give me some advice or such because I'm really struggling. How old is she? She's 17. Well. So she could be either one of our daughters, for example. You, you, you got to probably, you know, write it out until you're out of high school. But as hard as it may be, I don't know what your family situation is, but like, you got to do what people who wanted to change their lot in every other generation had to do. You got, you know, you got to vote with your feet. You got to go someplace else. You got, it's not just going to happen there. And a lot of people, it sounds like you have a heart that's kind of prepared for that. And you're helping, you're seeking out the right people to help you negotiate that. Um, but you, you don't want to drift into what we've been talking about with the last two letters where your life is filled with excuses. Go do something. Right. And, and, and make it happen for yourself. It's a big world out there. I also think the technology today allows you. I mean, Daniel Horowitz and I are the best of friends. We have actually only been, been in each other's physical company like five times ever. Just with our schedules and he's in Maryland with a family with kids and I'm in Iowa with a family and kids. Okay. Now those five times we got together and saw each other in person. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, we've been doing this our entire lives. Okay. But physically, I believe we have only been in one another's presence five times in the 10 years that we have been friends. And what, what the technology does today, even though Todd last hour wanted to ban the internet, <laughs> okay, what, what, you, what the technology does allow you to do today is to find people that are of similar values and like-minded that don't necessarily have to be immediately accessible in your geographic area. And so I, you know, far be it for me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 50 later this year. You know, I gave my daughter, my oldest daughter, a part-time job because I just, I don't want to learn how to use Instagram and TikTok straight up. I just, I don't, I literally told her I've learned enough. I don't, I don't want to learn anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you're like, it's Todd's like me. Like, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. So righteous. Yes. So, you know, far be it for me now is the soon to be you old um, guy to say, Hey, 
that's what, you know, Telegram and Discord and Snapchat and those things provide. But they, 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 you're, you're, you may have to get the network of friendships and support on a daily basis. You may have to acquire that digitally. And then, you know, depending on distance and things of that nature, you can get together with those people every few weeks, every few months. And it'll be even more special when that occurs. That's been my experience. But you you may have to do this in non-traditional means. You are, with the bright spot of the, the trucker revolt of last winter, or was that two winters ago now, 21 maybe, okay, um, with, the bright, with the bright spot of that trucker revolt notwithstanding, you're in a country whose native sport was considered, or at least maybe hoped for, to be the last major professional non-woke sport left and just had a huge controversy because a Russian player refused to wear a rainbow jersey and all the Canadian ones were apparently perfectly happy with it, right? Okay. So, you know, your country is in bad shape and you know this better than we do. You know this better than we do. Your nation is basically California. So you may have to you may have to find those connections that you're longing for. And and let me say this too. This is now where the dad in me is gonna come out. Nothing wrong, sweetie, with wanting those connections at all. Okay? We were we are made in the image of a God who is in and of himself a relationship. There's nothing wrong with desiring relationship at all. All right, which you have to be careful for, careful with, particularly as a woman. Men are relationally driven, but primarily achievement driven, outcome driven. Women are achievement and outcome driven, but primarily relationally driven. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean. Okay. We don't know what a woman or a man is anymore these days, True, but, I, so that's a problem. So, so let's go back to step one. <laughs> yes. Um, that's why my advice was going to be move to America, <laughs> somewhere south. Yeah, but where a lot of young women get into trouble is in the desire of that relational connection. And the enemy may send someone your way who fills that void, but is avoid in some other areas. Be very careful with that. Okay. So that's the dad in me, forgive me, but I would, I would urge you to, to seek those things out, um, in the, in, in the online world, because that's immediately at your fingertips. And that's one area where you can use today's technology to your advantage. Um, this is a really good one, but I, it's iffy. I don't think I have time. So remind me next week to read this email and early. Just okay. next Friday when we come in and say, hey, the one that you wanted to read last week that's really good, but you didn't think you had time to sufficiently answer it. You know, let's, let's get to that one this week. Remind me what it's about so it okay. triggers uh, my memory in my head. It's biblical. Okay. It's a Bible question. Got it. Okay. Maybe Theology Thursday. Maybe. Maybe. Um, 
Let's try this one from Brian. The wife and I took on a second job for extra cash a while back, and we landed a gig through the family to bartend for an event center. Uh, recently, we bartended for a birthday party where the birthday girl of 48 wanted it set up where she would walk in over rose petals to a throne set up for her. All I could think about was how there are more important things going on right now than this woman's glamorous party for herself. As a Christian, am I wrong to feel like we shouldn't be earning cash like this? A birthday party isn't a sin, nor is necessarily... Um, certain consumptions of alcohol. But all I see is a Romans one type society where self-satisfaction is first and foremost. And that is what I feel like I am participating in. I'd look forward to hearing your thoughts. I'm, I'm very um, supportive of your natural inclination to see Romans one everywhere because it's also one that I have. Right. And it's everywhere. And it is everywhere. Here's what you don't know, though, and, and at least if you do know, you didn't communicate this to us. You don't. What's the story of this 48 year old woman? Maybe she comes from a broken home. Maybe your dad wasn't around when she was growing up. Maybe um, or didn't have a good dad that treated her like the, 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 the precious little princess that she was when she was growing up. Right. Maybe, you know, she's always longed to experience that. And this is an opportunity to do so. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, mm-hmm. we don't we don't know. We have to be very. I, I think we have to be very discerning when it comes to the broad conditions on the ground of our culture. Very discerning and very honest about what they point to. Okay, I think we have to really practice mercy triumphing over judgment when it gets to individual people. We don't know everybody's stories. We don't really know anybody's stories except our own or the or, or other people's stories that they have shared with us. We don't know. We you don't not I mean I don't know. Maybe she has been through a tremendous ordeal. Maybe she had, you know, a cancer or something, right? I mean, I, we don't we don't know that. You know? And so and if you do, you just you didn't communicate it in the note, Brian. So while I am, I would urge you to, as a, as a macro rule, as you surveil the broad general landscape of the culture, be very sober-minded and discerning about what that fruit points to, the kind of tree we are right now. But I would also strongly urge us to practice mercy triumphing over judgment when it gets to individual people, because we don't know everybody's story. Thoughts? Well, as long as you're not, and I assume you're not, you're not consciously choosing to bartend the porn convention or the Planned Parenthood junket or something like that. These are just everyday parties. As, as Thor said in Age of Ultron, uh, victories demand revelries. I mean, you, <laughs> you, nice. Listen, I guarantee, I guarantee you, I have uh, much more faith in what goes on on an average Friday night, Saturday night, the timeless gathering together uh, over beverages uh, than I do, and this is part of my internet commentary, you know, the person who never, ever leaves their dwelling and they're constantly plugged in to whatever they're plugged in, and I'm that means also perpetual Fox News on loop. You know, I... This is the point of my, have you go out, kiss a girl, like live a life, real people celebrating, whining, dining, dancing, singing, loving. That's life. That's real life. And you're a part of it, hopefully. And yeah, one person may have kind of like 
giving you a bad taste in your mouth, that's life too. Bartending, I mean, you have an opportunity. What better opportunity? I mean, other than maybe being a mailman or a delivery driver to meet a ton of people. Mail stripper. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Uh, You could meet a lot of people. I mean, that's a position. (laughs) (laughs) That's a position that maybe God's put you in or had given you the desire to have so that, you know, you would be a light for others. So I, I, you know, I would say that's, I would maybe pump the brakes, caution you a little bit on, on that. All right. Good stuff. We're just about out of time. We're going to stick around and do overtime, though. For those of you that are Blaze TV subscribers, we're going to record it for you right now. It'll be uploaded later today at blazetv.com slash days. For the rest of you, don't forget, no show Monday. I have a speaking engagement in Chicago. We are back again, though, on Tuesday, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck, right here on Blaze TV. Until then, have a great weekend. John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.